0: Hey, gals and guys, it's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on triggers. Let's do this. And we're back a new year, new lessons on the horizon, hopefully, and we can continue to grow together. If you're new, welcome and uh, man, welcome to 2017. We are almost a year old on January 19th. The podcast will have officially been out for one year. It's been a great journey. Have you enjoyed it as well? Will you do something for me? Will you start out by uh, giving this podcast a good push in this new year by going on to iTunes and giving it a rating, um, uh, preferably a good one? Each episode is designed to be short and shareable. If you think um, that this is a, appropriate, an appropriate lesson for a friend, um, send them the link. The, usually most uh, podcast apps will have a share button for uh, for each episode. And I want to hear from you. I'm a big feminist. I want more female voices on the podcast. And, um, you know, I I hear a lot of uh, people on email. Well, what are you going through? What are you learning? Contribute to the podcast. Join me and all these other really great people. And these are people that are like minded. So if you find yourself agreeing with what's being said in the general direction of this podcast, we'll join the internal motivators, which is a list of like minded people at the story slash podcast. And I have to admit, I didn't do much with it this last year, but I have some ideas and plans for the new year. Let's get connected that way. And as of right now, I don't have any sponsors for the podcast, and I haven't gone out and and tried to get any sponsors because I feel like that might take away from the integrity of the podcast, but I don't really know that for sure. However, there are some expenses, and if you like the podcast and you want to keep it sponsorship-free, please uh, log on to thestoryshop.tv slash podcast, and you'll find a blue donation button for this podcast. That would be really incredible that we could partner in making this happen together. Today, I want to talk about triggers, and it's a word that's often used in people struggling with things like PTSD, but what's true is that everyone has triggers. If you've ever experienced a smell and it's brought you back to a memory, or if you can remember someone like your grandma and it conjures up a certain smell... Maybe a memory of someone like my nana who passed away. When I think of her, I think of the way she said my name. It just triggers that sort of auditory memory. Triggers can be pleasant. Triggers can be unpleasant. Triggers can be there below the surface, even if we can't remember why we feel a certain way in a certain situation, but they're there. A lot of the way we receive And offer love has to do with the things that happened to us before we were three years old, and it triggers certain emotions in us, and we can't even remember that time of our life. And I thought it was appropriate to talk about this coming out of the holidays where a lot of us spent some time with family. And what's true is that there is nothing more triggering than family. And that's not a bad thing. It's just saying that it's it's unavoidable. You know, whether or not bad things happened in the context of family or really good things you felt really loved. And yet at the time in your life where your brain was most malleable in creating brand new connections, you were around your family and triggers are easy to see in hindsight. You know, if you've ever said, well, I didn't see that coming uh, from me or to say that situation didn't warrant that sort of response of mine then you've probably been triggered and it's easy to get down on yourself, but don't because you are now able to see that where at maybe at one point in your time in in your life, it, it came to you harder to notice those things. But now in hindsight, you are seeing those. And that's a good thing because change cannot be made if an issue isn't recognized. And so you recognized it. Good job. And now the next step, the goal, the room for growth is the real time recognition of these triggers. This is what we want to strive for, that we can see in the moment that somehow, either consciously or unconsciously, our finger ended up on the trigger, but we don't need to pull it. That the actions that make us go, ugh, ah, I wish I didn't do that, now no longer need to happen because we've recognized that we're triggered in the moment. And then we can make the choice to not react poorly. And I'm saying this to myself. <laughs> and after what I'd say is the last two years of inwardly looking and questioning my actions and trying to be mindful and aware of who I am, I still fall short. This thing of in the moment, recognizing I'm being triggered to think a certain way, to act a certain way, even like reverting back to a younger version of myself, a more immature version of myself, recognizing it in the moment is one of the hardest things for me to do. And my actions, which I think are actions in, in the beginning, in hindsight, I go, oh, they're off the cuff reactions to something else that was going on. But if we can recognize that something else that's going on in our brain, we can take back control of how we act. That person is who I want to be. That person is a trait of the people I look up to the most. Everything they say, everything they do is thought out and meaningful and not a reaction. It is an action on purpose, and I want to be that. And by going back and recognizing where I, in hindsight, notice my triggers and my reactions, I'm hopefully one step closer to being that person I want to be. If you're going me too, please email me at I It feels good to not be alone, for to, to hear other people go, yeah, I, me too, you know, guilty. But the important thing is, is to not sit and get stuck by the guilt. Hey, we've recognized it. And now next time it'll become easier and I can sit and meditate on where maybe I didn't do my best. When there is a situation like this coming up again, I can better prepare myself next time. And so then it redeems the failure. It's not a failure. It's a learning experience. You've got this. Brains are funny things. These micro connections sit so closely to each other that when enough energy passes through, it might spark some other memories or some emotions or things we weren't ready to feel. And when that happens, we're often taken off guard and we react. It may be ways that we regret later. Guess what? That's everybody. That's being human. And that's okay. We can learn from our triggers and shoot next time for real-time recognition of them. But for now, like every episode, find a reflection of yourself. Choose to speak life something positive because we have this power to take control of the wiring of our brain. And we pick a positive affirmation or mantra at the end and we look at ourselves in this reflection in a mirror and we say it even if it's hard to believe it. And we trust and hope that someday it'll sink in if we continue to do this over and over. And today's affirmation, when you got a chance... Will you say this to yourself? I can learn from my triggers to begin taking control of my actions. George Bernard Shaw has this quote, Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. And to be honest, friends, I don't know that that's exactly right. What we can take away from the wiring of our brain and the triggers that happen Interacting with life is much about recognizing those triggers. So life is, yes, about finding yourself, figuring yourself out, and then from those lessons, the power is in your hands. Life is about then creating yourself. But no one has any power over that other than you. It starts with you. Happy New Year.